Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is Danny Hampton coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're excited because your boy excited. Boy, I got a word for you today. Guess what? We're back into the series, The Abraham Blessing Affects the World, Part 5. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 16, but also we're going to be looking at Psalms uh, number 16 because guess what? Today's a day like I want to honor one of the saints that was on this earth that had passed away three years ago on this day. I want to honor Miss Paulette Corley today. I want to thank her for her life and memory that she had left. She was a lovely person, and they called her lovely. So today, I dedicate this podcast show to her and her memory and her legacy, her beautiful person that she was and all the love that she gave everybody. So I want to let everybody know whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. Understand this. God is a good God. God is a faithful God. Let me tell you something. If you're today and you're going through and you're missing your loved ones, remember to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. And remember that when your loved ones leave this earth, guess what? You're going to their next to meet them. You're going to see them. They're not a part of your past. They're a part of your future. And they live forever in your heart. So I want to encourage someone today to know that God has you and he's fully in control. And like I said, we're going to be in this series talking about the Abraham blessing that affects the world. I want to thank the people who have listened to this podcast show. This podcast show uh, has been three years. It's been, it's been going three years. I want to thank God for all what he's doing. I thank for all the different countries, all the different states in the United States that listen to the podcast. I want to thank the people on TikTok who listen to the prayers, especially the prayer in the night watch. i like to thank the people who who watch on LinkedIn, who watch on YouTube, who uh, watch on Instagram. I want to say I thank you for your love and support. I thank you for your words and encouragement. Uh, I pray that God continue to bless you and turn your whole world around. Let me tell you something. God is a good God. Understand this. God is a faithful God. Now, uh, I just want to just, just tell you that God loves you. I just want to slow down and say, hey, God loves you. I want to let you know I love you and I'm praying for you. I'm praying that whatever you stand in need of today, that God will give it to you. Understand this. God is a faithful God. God is a wonderful God. God is a good God. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Did you hear that? God will never leave you nor forsake you. Understand this. I know sometimes uh, sometimes you can feel all alone. You can feel like the world is against you. So I want to read this beautiful Psalms. And this is a Psalms of Miss Corey that she liked. it, And it's a very powerful Psalm. It's about the hope of a faithful and the Messiah's victory, talking about Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. You can learn something from saints. And understand this. They are part of your future, not a part of your past. And understand this. When we have beautiful people on the face of the earth, it's always good to remember them. So I just want to share Psalm 16 with you. And then we're going to dive in Genesis chapter 16, talk about the Abraham blessing. Because I want to uh, keep the series going. We'll be in part five. But here we go. This is a psalm. Of David, did you hear? Boy, let me tell you something. David had insight. He knew that God was coming. He knew that God was going to send his son. God was just using his life. His life became, guess what? An instrument for us to look at. Through David's life, through David's struggle, we found out that God keeps his word. So check this out. Understand this. And this is for Everyone today, I want to just read Psalm 16. I just want to let you see how beautiful it is. It says, preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. Did you hear that? Who do I put my trust in? I put my trust in God all day long, every day. It's God who do it. 
Did you hear that? It's God who does it. I want you to understand it. Check out. He says, oh, my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Understand this. David is in a prophetic world. My goodness is nothing apart from you. Understand this. Nothing you or I can do can never be done without God. Let me tell you something. One of the most beautiful things you can do is just love people. Check it out. As for the saints who are on the earth. Did you hear that? For the saints who are on earth. And let me tell you something. And I've met saints, human saints, like Miss Corley. I've met saints all, all the time. There's plenty of people out here that love the Lord. Understand this. That's walking the earth right now. They ain't on TV. They ain't on and they ain't in none of places like that. They're just simple people living a simple life but loving God. Check it out. It says this. They are excellent ones in whom all my delight. Their sorrows should be multiplied who hasten after another God. Did you hear that? There's only one God. He sits high and look low. Well, let me tell you something. We're going off today in when we talk about the Abraham blessing, but I want you to see that David knew the Messiah. It says this, their drink offering of blood I will not offer, nor take up their names on my lips. Check this out. Verse 5, Psalm 16. O Lord, you are my portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines have fallen to me in a pleasant place. Understand this. Do you know what God did when he sent his son into the earth? He sent his son into the earth to suffer for you and me. Guess what? Jesus loved God. God loved you and me. He sent his son. And guess what? God, when Jesus was on the cross, he didn't stop it because God loved you so much that he wanted you to be his son and daughter. Do you know what that means? That you are. That you are part of God's family. Check it out. It says, yes, I have a good inheritance. Understand this. God is faithful. Check it out. I want to tell you. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Nothing but praising God. If you can get on the other side of your situation, whatever you're going through right now, I know it may not be easy. I know it might be painful. It might be a lot of sorrow. But understand this. God is at work. Check it out. It says, my heart also instructs me in the night season. Now, you know, on TikTok, I call my prayer in the night watch. And because the enemy tried to attack the man, get the people to be disbelieving and think that God won't change their situation or just going to stay that same way. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. So in the night, night season or the night watch, I'm always trying to give people encouragement in the night watch because I understand what it is. When you're when you when you're in the house by yourself and nobody around, and the enemy try to send negative thoughts to your mind to get you to think that things ain't gonna work out. Let me tell you something. One of the biggest things about being a church plant in the city of Chicago, you know, it's one of those things where you just trust in God that God will open doors, that He would do it, that everything that we do should be provided from the Lord, and that's what God does. But I want you to see the simplicity and the beautifulness of Psalm 16. It says this. Verse 8, I have set the Lord always before me. That's what I'm talking about, saints on the earth, people who know God. They put him first place. Check it out. 
for you, here we go. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoice. My flesh also will rest in hope. Did you hear that? Understand this. There's nothing that Jesus, that God won't do for you. He done done it all already. We already got the victory. You just got to be able to believe it. A lot of times we just don't believe that we got the victory. Did you hear that? We don't believe we got the victory. Check it out. I want you to see it. It says this. But you will not leave my soul in shield. Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. That's the word of God. This Bible that I'm holding in my hand is God's blueprint for your life. It will lead you into the place where you need to be. One thing I tell you, I said, I ain't going to never lie to you. You're going to have some ups and downs. That's how life goes. You're going to have some heartbreaks. Sometimes you're going to cry. Sometimes people that you love dearly will walk away. But you got to know that God would always be there. God would stay the course. You know, I, I draw hope from that because God stayed the course with me in my circumstances. And guess what? I've blown some things, made some, made some big major mistakes in my life, but God has helped me through all that. He has showed me how to recover. He can show you how to recover too. Check it out. It says, as we go down, this is the last verse. You will show me the path to life in your presence. is fullness of joy. At your right hands are pleasures forevermore. Understand this. Jesus Christ is a king. The right hand is the place of authority. The place of power. Did you know that a king he holds the scepter in his right hand. Did you know that? And if the king holds the scepter in his right hand and he sends it to you, that means he's going to bless you. This is why Jesus sat at the right hand of the Father, making intercessions for the saints, because that's a blessed seat that Jesus sat in for you and me. So for everyone right now who's going through a difficult time in their life that's missing their loved ones, I'm praying for you. I'm asking God to bless you. God, turn it around for them. Give them hope in this world. Let me tell you something. I've met saints on this, on this earth, and I thank God for the saints that's been in my life. I thank God for the people that, have, that I've ran across. And guess what? And I will pray for them always and share the gospel because I'm going to do that to the day that I die. Now, guess what? Like I told you, we're about to get into Genesis chapter 16. And guess what? The Abraham blessing affects the whole earth. Let me tell you something. Don't think that it affects the world. It, it, it's, it's, it's in effect right now. God keeps his promises. I want you to know it. God kept his promise. Guess what? Even when things, when people try to make things their way, understand this. And this is what happens in Genesis chapter 16. Now, it's been a long time. God has promised Abram, that he's going to be a father from his own lawn. And his wife just got tired. And so she, just, she, 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 she concocted something to help. But God is going to use this situation to show his mercy and grace to Haggai and to Ishmael. Understand this. And also to Abram Sarai, because God's still going to give him the promise. Even when they staggered with it. Check it out. Now, Sarai, 
Abram's wife had bore him no children. Did you hear that? To be a, a woman that was barren in this time was to be ostracized by people. Like that you might be cursed because you couldn't have a child. Which is not the case. Did you hear that? Which is not the case. Here we go. And she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. Did you hear that? Understand this. Now, because she wants to do something for her husband that she feels that she can't do. Because guess what? It's going to take supernatural faith to get Isaac. But he's going to come. And we have to go through some things. So, and also Hagar is going to go through some things too. Because guess what? She was a slave girl. Her, her mistress, her, ma her master told her this is what she has to do. So check it out. So Sarai said to Abram, see now the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Who did she say? She said it was God who restrained her from having children. God had appointed time. And sometimes, you know, we can get ahead of God. Did you hear that? Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children yet by her. Did you hear it? Brought another woman into the situation. Now, because Abram wanted a, a child himself. And check this out. This is all in verse 2. And Abram heeded to the voice of Sarai. Did you hear that? He didn't say, no, nah, baby, we're going to trust God. We're going to wait on God. He said, oh, baby, that sounds good. In other words, don't be anxious for anything, but everything through prayer and supplication. Did you hear that? Sometimes we get anxious about a thing. Check it out. Then Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, and Abram to be his wife. After Abram had dwelt 10 years in the land of Canaan. Did you hear? 10 years. So then God had told him what he was going to do for him. Now, He's about 86 years old, didn't come. So they, they just gonna, they just, we just gonna help God. Understand this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. God knew what he had promised April. It just that, hey, through a course of time, 10 years, been waiting and just, you know, got discouraged. I'm talking about it's all right. Understand this. I want you to understand this. When Jesus is on the cross, he said this, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? Did you hear that? That's what Jesus said on the cross. In other words, he felt like God had just, just had forgotten him. But God had a purpose in saving you and me so that we can be children of God. In verse 4, so he went into Hagar and she conceived. Did you hear? And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Did you hear that? She conceived. Could you imagine being Sarah at that time? You have been trying all these years. And then he goes into her and she conceives. Don't you know it had to be a mental, a mental struggle? God, you can understand. But what God was doing, God want them to believe in him. Because guess what? God works in impossibilities, bringing the impossible possible. Understand it's Abraham blessing. It's going to work. Even when it goes against. Did you hear it? Check it out. 
Then Sarai said to Abram, my wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised. And I asked the Lord judge between you and me. Did you hear that? She said, hey, I made a mistake. I put myself out there. And, and, and that's because she got a little anxious, you know. 10 years, long time. You Could you imagine, you know, hoping that God would do it and then you start getting older and older. You start feeling like, man, it ain't going to happen. But I'm here to tell somebody today that's a life in the pit of hell. Trust in God. God is the fulfillment. You don't have to get ahead of God. All you got to do is trust God. Check it out. Now we, guess what? Now we're going down to verse 6. Okay. So Abram said to Sarah, indeed, your maid is in your hands. Do to her as you please. And when Sarah dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. Did you hear that? This is what Abram said. She yours, do what you want to do. So she got she got she got it from Sarah. This is this is a scripture right here. I ain't saying I ain't making this up. And so check it out. Now understand this. Hagar is forced into the situation. This is not a situation that she had wanted. To, this was never her plan. This was man's plan getting ahead of God. I want you to see it. Just that very simple. Men getting ahead of God and not trusting God. That's it. That's all. So check it out. I want you to see it. Now, here we go. She fled from her presence. I can't take it. But this is what I mean about mercy and grace. And God has compassion for everybody because guess what? Now, she's supposed to be a servant, right? But she gets God's attention. Did you hear? Don't think where you at, you can't get God's attention. You can get God's attention. I don't care if you're in a cell. I don't care if you're in prison. I don't care where you're at. You can be on skid row. If you cry out to God in the sincerity of your heart, Prayer is the most effective weapon on the face of the earth. Did you hear that? It works. Understand this. I don't care where you're at. You can reach God. Check it out. Verse 7 will show you. God going to show up for her. Because he know that this wasn't something that he orchestrated. This was something that they orchestrated. But it just backfired on them. Now the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness and by the spring on the way to Shur. Did you hear that? And he said to Haggai, Sarai, maid, where have you come from and where are you going? Did you hear that? Could you imagine God sending an speak to you? When you thought that your life was insignificant, you take off like Haggai did running. Did you hear that? Don't know where you're going. But the creators of the heaven and earth has the audacity to call you out and say, hey, could you imagine how she felt with inside of her? The wealth of joy that sprung up inside of her. The Abraham blessing affects the world because it's going to affect her too. Because she's forcing the situation. Wasn't something she wanted to do. Not something that she planned to do. Something that was thrust upon her. Won't you see it? And he said, 
Hey, God, Sarah, May, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarah. Did you understand this? Obedience is better than sacrifice. Trust God in his word. Here we go. Verse 9. Then an angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. The Jesus said, hey, could you imagine that? <laughs> but understand this. The blessing. The Abraham blessing affects the world. Check it out. Won't you see it? Then the angel of the Lord said to her, here it comes. Here comes the blessing. I will multiply your descendants exceedingly. Did you hear? So that they shall not be counted for a multitude. Did you hear? And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are with child, and you should bear a son. You should call his name Ishmael, who named him, God named him. Did you hear that? Ishmael was named by God. Because the Lord heard your affliction. Did you hear that? Mercy and grace comes from God. She's a serving girl on the run from her mistress. And God has called to bless her. Did you hear that? Because the Abraham blessing affects the world. Even in the wrong. What is something right there by itself? Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. I know I'm going off. I got to go off. I got to talk about God. That's all I know. I don't know anything else. This is the only thing that makes sense to me. I would talk about Jesus Christ to the day that I die. Hallelujah. Check it out. Because the Lord heard your affliction. Did you hear that? He should be a wild man telling her what this child is going to do, how he's going to grow up. Understand this. This is from the creator. His hand should be against every man and every man's hand against him. And he should dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Did you hear that? Everybody going to know who he is. In verse 13, let me tell you something. Don't think God don't love you. I don't, I don't care about none of that stuff. Understand this. The Abraham blessing. Guess what? You submit, you surrender to God. This woman on the run, forced into a situation, forced to have a child, all kind of stuff going on. But God sends an angel to speak to him. And check it out. Then she called in the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are God who sees. Did you hear that? You are God who sees. For she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? Did you hear that? Prayer is the most effective weapon. Of I got to get up on out of here, boy. But I had to go home. Part five. I told you. The Abraham blessing affects the world. Did you hear that? Changes the whole Structure things. Check it out. I want you to see it. Don't give up. Keep on trusting in God. Therefore, the world is called Berry Lie Roll. Did you hear that? Because the God who sees. You don't think God sees you? You don't think God knows what's going on? He knows everything. Observe it is between Kadesh and Berat. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram named his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael. 
Abram was 86 years old when Haggai brought Ishmael to Abram. Did you hear that? But guess what? The promise that God got for him is coming. Why is it coming? He's 86 now. And guess what? God's going to keep him on the odyssey. Be almost 100 years old. When that boy come. And when that boy come, that boy come. Understand this. The Abraham blessing affects the world. Let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name Son, Jesus Christ, Father, I pray for your people all around the world today, Father, as they trust you, as they lean not to their own understanding, that they acknowledge you in all their ways and you direct their path, Father, that you provide for them provisions according to the Abraham blessing that affects the world, Father, those your children, Father. You said it, Father. Forever, that's the blessing, Father. There's seven parts to that blessing, Father. Actually, to bless your children all around the world who trust in you. In Jesus' mighty name, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray, man, understand this. God got you. Stand about it. Don't give up. Trust in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, God is a good God. Psalm 16, promise of the Messiah. Coming, oh, Jesus Christ came, done what he had to do for you and me. Boy, you have a blessed day today. I'm, I, I got to drop some prayers this morning. Got to go off for the Lord. You're all I got. Remember this, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart, man, as well. Have a blessed day. I can't wait to talk to you again. Love you. Bye-bye.